It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy uh, catching up after the weekend here on Monday morning. Hey, if you got a, a good story from your weekend, we would love to hear it. Uh, share it with us. Text 985985. Tyler, I need to know how your family absolutely ruined one couple's uh, maternity photo shoot. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> Sounds awful. There is a couple right now in Calgary who is going to receive, like, their photos <laughs> from a photo shoot at a beautiful place at a beautiful day. And then they're going to examine the photos a little closer <laughs> no. and go, what the heck? <laughs> what oh boy. did you do? So it wasn't me. I promise it was, it was not me. <laughs> okay, it was your younger roommate. Then you're putting the blame on them. I'm putting the blame on somebody not yet to be named. Okay. Uh, it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was mm-hmm. like one of those days where I was like, Hey, is it like supposed to rain? Is it going to be yeah. cold? No, it was nice as hell. It was good. So gorgeous yesterday. Spent all day outside yesterday. We went to Prairie Winds Park before we went to my mom and dad's. And I love Prairie Winds Park because as a kid who grew up in Northeast Calgary, like that is where you went every summer to sure. go play in the splash pool. Yeah. You went every winter to go tobogganing. So every time I go there, I feel like I'm nine years old and I just love it so much. It feels good in my soul. We're walking around the park with our little girl, Coco, and she's on her leash, and she's having a great time, and she's sniffing, and she's meeting other friends. And way off in the distance at this point, we see this couple, and we go, oh, they're having like a maternity photo shoot in this nice field. Like, the grass is so green. It's a sunny day. Awesome. What a great day to take photos to celebrate the the upcoming birth of a child. What a wonderful thing. And I was like... Looking at, like, where their camera was, knowing that eventually we are going to be right directly in the background of them. <laughs> okay. And I started to chuckle to myself, and I thought, <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny? You know what would be kind of funny? Oh, no. If, like, Mother Nature did its thing. Yeah. And just so happened that our little girl Coco just had to make a stop directly in the line of sight of these wonderful people in the maternity photo shoot. Amazing. And the camera and everything. And wouldn't you know it, as we are directly behind them, Coco had a hunch. Yeah. There she is growing a tail. (laughs) There she is, uh, just just giving her and 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 letting something go. And like we were like in the background, but like very prominently like in the background. Like there's no chance that this doesn't appear on their on their like reel of photos they're gonna receive from their photographer. And there could even be like Detail, like I'm yeah. telling you, because oh, they had a fancy camera. It was, yeah. up, on a, it was up on a tripod yeah. and everything. Like, they yeah. had a good camera. Maybe they had portrait mode on though. Uh, you know, where it blurs uh, the background yeah. and just focuses on the focal point. The other thing is, a good photographer can easily airbrush that out. That's well, that's, that's fine. You don't have to publish these photos <laughs> and like get them printed and put them above your mantle for years and years and years. But I just love knowing that somewhere in the deep, deep yeah. recesses of these cu- couples' photos yeah. is our dog taking a poop. Are you thinking about changing Coco's name? To poop to Puru. Puru? She's Puru. a Puruiner. She, she was she ruining is. people's oh. lunch last week at Crescent Heights. It's true. By dropping one go. right next to them eating their Peter's drive-in. Now she's ruining maternity foes. Puru has a kind of a nice kind of a nice ring to it. Huh. Did I just realize Coco is a bad dog? <laughs> she's not good. She's not she's bad. She's a dog. good girl. Or is she doing it on purpose? Because that's just yeah. funny. She's got good timing. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Mother's Day is on Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. A little oh, panicky there. Oh, boy. You still got seven days, Fuzz, or six days, I guess. You got it. That's why I say it like that. <laughs> Mother's Day is on Sunday. That's your reminder. That's your heads up. 
Now, we want to talk about your mom with you. It's Todd today and Fuzzy. We want to know about the time where your mom wasn't mad at you. <laughs> she wasn't mad uh-huh. about that thing you did when you were six or 16 or 22 or whatever. We want to know about the time she was just disappointed oh. in you. When you say it like that, it just hurts. It stings that much more it's because like, we've all disappointed yeah. our, our moms. Oh. When your mom says that she's disappointed, it's like a gut punch. Sure is. Right? <laughs> like you just like feel, feel awful. And shout out to all the moms who know that is your best weapon against your child. You let them know I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. They're probably flying straight after that. Uh, adorable story here from our friend Ava, who thinks she was trying to do her mom a solid with something she was up to as a kid. So my mom would always complain about, uh, like, the amount of paperwork that she had to sign from my school and that she felt like there was always something with my homework that she had to sign it or, like, go over it or whatever. And um, my mom's uh, signature is really, really simple. And so I just started forging her signature. Yeah. Don't bother her with it. Just take care of it yourself. Right. And, you know, I tried to cipher out things of, like, things that I knew she actually probably had to do or sign or whatever. I feel like she kind of knew this was going on for a while. But I did get caught, not once, but twice, doing it. It was definitely a, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed moment. My teachers just, like, didn't understand, like, the motive of why I was doing it was because, like, she was genuinely annoyed with the amount of paperwork. <laughs> That's amazing. What do you want from me? You didn't want me to bring this up to you to sign. You're mad when I take care of it myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, like, that was a moment where, like, she knew uh, externally she had to be somewhat, like, disappointed in me. But she was also glad that I was kind of figuring it out on my own. So. Similar situation. My mom told uh, Miss Loschuk in grade five at Colonel J. Fred Scott Elementary in Whitehorn to take a hike. Oh, wow. I'm over this whole Tyler's got to get his homework signed every day thing. I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Call me when he's done something actually bad. Which, then, which she did. And then, sure. and then, and then, and then she would. Um, shout out to Miss Loschuk. Uh, top three worst teachers I ever had. Oh, wow. No. Just being that, like, she was the worst to me because I was the worst to her, so it was mutual. Uh, right. And I think so. Somewhere right now, she's having a conversation in a retirement home where she's like, oh, this boy named Tyler was the meanest little thing ever. So he deserved all of it from her, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when I talk about my mom not being mad, being disappointed, it all boils down to me being a uh, rebellious child Mm -hmm. who was more interested in having fun than doing things that were productive. Oh, my, how things haven't changed. <laughs> That's true. Specifically, though, I remember in uh, in high school, I'd wake up and my mom would be like, yo, Tyler, like, can you, like, like get ready faster? Like, you're going to be late for school. And I'd say, Mom, I don't care. And she'd say, hey, like, you haven't done any homework, like, in, like, weeks. Like, yeah. do you have any work you need to be done? I said, Mom, I would do it, but I don't care. <laughs> and almost anything she said to me school-related, I would repeat back to her saying, I don't care care and she never ever gave me trouble for it even though i failed out of high school i did not graduate it took you five years to finish right it took me an extra couple of years to to upgrade and get there 
And it's funny because <laughs> when I was going to Sate, my mom and I took the bus to the Whitehorn tra- train station together. Okay. And on one of those bus rides, she said, do you know how hard it was for me, like watching you go through high school as a screw up on purpose? <laughs> She's like, there are a lot of kids who screw up. You did it on purpose because right. you were more interested in going to school, skipping school, having fun and drinking Slurpees with your friends than you were applying yourself and doing it. And she goes, I was never mad, but it hurt my feelings and it disappointed me that you cared so little. <sighs> And I was like, wow, I felt awful. However, she said, onions on this bus. She said to you, well, it's a bus, a lot of onions smell, but that's just BO. (laughs) And and she's like, however, here you are now. Uh You're going to college. You have like almost a perfect 4.0 GPA because you care and because you're trying. And I'm so proud of you. Oh my goodness. In that moment, I was like, you're right, mom. I was a real. You know what? And it wasn't that like I didn't actually care. It was like more like it was cool to say I didn't because like caring is for so. Anyways, I gave her a big hug and we moved on. And she's so proud of you still. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, totally. I think so. That's a great story. Yeah. I love it. It's a beautiful moment. I also like picture you like crying from her being disappointed and then crying from like the yeah, whole Yeah, like, it was very emotional. You're disappointed and now you're proud. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. It was an emotional ride on the, uh, on the. Oh, I can't remember the number of the bus now, the 38 maybe. It was a very <laughs> wonderful time. Shout out to our friend August Texan in 98.5, saying, the time I told my mom I was sleeping over at my best friend's house and then a couple hours later, she totally busted me spending the night at my boyfriend's oh, place. I knew she wasn't boy. mad. She was just very, very disappointed yeah. in me. And I've spent the last several years apologizing for that thing I did in grade 12. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's uh, Tyler, Janae, and Fuzzy. So many stories on the show today about times mom wasn't mad. She was just disappointed. I, I feel like I can really relate to this text here from Sophie. She says, uh, mom was real disappointed when I told her that me and my husband weren't planning on having kids. Ooh. <laughs> she goes on to say that she, quote, has three siblings that are breeders, so it's not like I'm the only <laughs> chance at grandchildren. <laughs> Whereas in my case, I am the only chance. Yeah. Being the only child, I am the only chance at grandchildren. Yeah. So, uh, was that conversation kind of a not mad oh, disappointed? I, I, it's beyond words. It's like, you know. Mm. So it is what it is. Yeah. I know on, on the other side of the family, they're like, you know, you two would have some really good looking kids. We're like, no. <laughs> no you, yes, they would be really good yes, looking, of course but they would. not happening. Danae, <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, uh, I love asking you this question mm-hmm. because I feel like there are both like, in my mind, so many stories. Yeah. But also like so few stories because like I feel like the current you is the least rule-breaking person I know. Right. But I also know that, you know. I was uh, a little bit of a rebel. I yeah. Liked, I liked following the rules for the most part at school as far as, like, listening to the teacher, getting my homework assignments, all that stuff done. But every once in a while, I get a little bit of a rebellious streak. And uh, once a month, we would bake a cake for all of our friends that were celebrating a birthday in that month. And uh, it came time. We'd take turns doing it at each other's houses. And I was like, let's bake Jacqueline's cake at my house. Come on over. We're going to do that. So this was, uh, you know, we're at my house. And my mom and dad weren't home. I was in grade eight. So it was just us at the house. And I was like, you know, it would be cool. <laughs> I love it. You know what would be cool? You know always leads cool. to bad things. <laughs> if you're in grade eight, eight yeah. you know what would be cool? Bad stuff's coming. Let's put... 
some alcohol in the cake. Oh, sure. And then bake it and take it to school, burning off all the alcohol, right. of course. But the intention was there, and we as dumb 13-year-old today didn't know that the alcohol was going to be baked <laughs> off the cake. I was right. like, well, we're going to get a little buzz on at school for eating this cake. So I put a whole bunch of Kahlua uh-huh. in the cake, baked it, took to school. Now, it probably would have been fine because, again, all the alcohol bakes off in a situation like that. So nobody was getting drunk from this cake. Right. But, of course, we couldn't just enjoy the cake, just the girls. We had to tell all the boys. Oh, of course. Uh, that there was also Kahlua We're in the so cake. bad. <laughs> There's Kahlua in this cake. And what Mitchell, are you guys drinking? Pop? Oh, <laughs> Mitchell Stuckey ratted on us. No way. Ratted on us so hard. And all the girls got called to the principal's office. And you know what? Actually, I got to give like props to all my girlfriends. Nobody ratted me out. Like wow. Nobody said who was responsible. I ended up having to be like, it was me. It was at my house. My mom and dad weren't home. And I had to call my mom at work and tell her what happened in front of the principal. And that's the moment right there. <laughs> She's not mad. Yes. She's very disappointed. And like, yeah, like my, my mom and I, like we always got along really, really well. There was none of that like, you know, teenage like spite from me to her and like vice versa. But in that situation, I was just like, first of all, she thought I was hurt, right? When you get a call from the school, right. you instantly, she's like, oh my God, are you okay? It's like, I had to tell you what I did. Oh. We made a cake for Jacqueline and there was Kahlua in the recipe. Wink, wink, eye roll, eye roll. Oh my gosh, I'm totally lying right now in front of my mom and the principal, but let's stick with that. And we totally put Kahlua in there and I brought it to school and she was like, Tanae, what are you doing? Not mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. I like on the other hand, your dad's like, wait, what? You wasted our booze? Don't do that. <laughs> and that's the thing. My mom, she's like, your punishment is that you are going to have to tell your dad as soon as he gets home. Ooh. And he had been on like this like long three-week road trip. I remember he was just getting home. And I was so nervous and I was so scared. <laughs> it's like, dad, I'm like crying. He goes, wait. To get cut. <laughs> don't ever tell anybody else. And in that moment, Mitchell Stuckey's a little rat, huh? You don't need to do rats around here. See, in that moment, your dad was mad and disappointed, but for different reasons for right totally there. Totally different reasons. The man child, Sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. You know, sometimes an apology goes a long, long way. Yeah, and last week, Tyler, you felt like you had to leave a sticky note apology to your wife, Kelly, for... Something that you did at night. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good <laughs> not, situation. Not I good. Felt, woke up feeling bad. Now I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let her know. Yeah. I'm sorry for those things I did while you were sleeping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, uh, Fuzzy, here we are again, another morning. Yeah, another apology, and it's your turn. Well, it's it's not necessarily my turn, it, but it does come from my household. Um, okay. I'm actually making this apology uh, proxy on behalf of our our dog Mindy. Oh, okay. Who, who owes uh, my wife a huge, huge. Huge, huge apology. Oh, yikes. What did the poor little pup do? So a couple of weeks ago, we talked a story about how um, Mindy had was having some butt issues, right? Where oh, she had right. her anal glands. Right. Right. Yeah. Taken mm-hmm. care of. But she's been on meds and whatever, and she's been wearing a cone and everything. The other day, I went to the gym, and I put her in her kennel, wearing her cone, <laughs> and I left the house at 3.50. My wife got home. Probably about an hour later at 4.45 and she walked into the house and says, oh, dear Lord, what is that horrible, oh, horrible oh smell? No. no. 
to say that Mindy had an accident would be an understatement. Because if she had just had that kind of an accident, you know, you pick it up, throw it out, whatever, maybe you clean the sheets, whatever (laughs) needs to be done. She managed to um, throw up in her cone. Oh, no! Sing it, I can't stop laughing because the image is absolutely disgusting. Oh, horrible. So by the time I get home after the gym, I walk in and I see my wife and she's there and she's she's cleaning the cone. And I'm like, oh, what happened? Did, did she get, get something in the cone? She goes, oh, she got something in the cone. Oh. And I immediately was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. Because then I realized that all the bedding was gone and everything and the dog's sitting there looking at me like, I swear I didn't mean to do it. But yeah, she uh, she I don't know got sick in her cone and it's, it's essentially like throwing up in a lampshade except the yeah, lampshade yeah, 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 yeah. Poor yeah, little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and like she, she could have drowned. Just, truthfully, she, I, that's oh, what my. I was thinking about. She oh. could have. It's like a vomit Sunday. You know, like bowl I, there. I, I know I should in. be laughing, and oh. I'm probably only laughing because I wasn't home to see it. Yeah, that's and the I, only reason why you're laughing. And I would like to say, <laughs> Shannon, I, I love you, and thank you for taking care of that, and not having me deal with that. I think to start off with Fuzzy not needing to issue a sticky note apology, <laughs> and then you laughed too We're hard. We're telling the now story. You right this is the first apology. time I've gotten to tell the story, and it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious when it happens to somebody else. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way that when my wife tells a story about how when her dad's dog came up and had an experience that was on the glass door of a sliding glass door and there was stuff in the tracks and how I had to clean that up. This is kind of my revenge. Okay, so So we have have apologies, we have revenge, we have the most unfortunate (laughs) mental picture ever. Virgin Radio pays your Let's oh my go. goodness. So, so exciting. We get to make another $10,000 phone call this morning. Hello? Hello. Is this Jennifer? Yes. Jennifer, it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy calling from Virgin Radio. Oh, hi. Calling to say you won $10,000. No. Yes. Yes. Are you joking? Is this for real? Well, how would we ever joke about something so amazing like this? Shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my God, Joey. You just won Virgin Radio. <laughs> no. You're kidding me. $10,000? No. This is a joke. No! <laughs> no, it's not a joke, I promise. This is like, I can't. This is so bad. Oh my God, you can't, I can't even believe this. Like, I'm going to start crying. Oh my God. Are you here? Yes. Oh my God. No. Why are you and Joey whispering? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Why are you, why are you and Joey whispering? You have no idea what this is going to do for us. Oh, my God. We are so excited. Thank you so much. Jennifer, what does $10,000 mean for you? What, what, explain oh the emotions you're going through right now. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I never thought in a million years that I would, would win this. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. My husband just started a new job, and we needed this so much. I'm just, I can't even believe this is happening. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you so much guys this is like a freaking dream come true like thank you so 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 much oh my god oh thank my you. god <laughs> that is for real, real. <laughs> we listen to you guys all the time like we're just like oh my god i can't even believe this jennifer and joey <laughs> godden congratulations <laughs> it's ten 
thousand dollars. And the best thing about this moment, as we're celebrating their big win, is we got another chance for you to win ten thousand dollars next Monday. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here with Discovery every Monday morning. Danae, this is where we hear the stories that have Calgarians scarred for life. It's basically like show and tell, but since it's on the radio, it's tell and tell about the scars and how people got them. And it's always a wild story. This one uh, comes to us from our friend, Jenny. Jenny, tell us about how you got a scar in two different places on your body. I had surgery on my foot when I was younger and they took, like, they had to put that my joint, a joint in my foot was like, getting turning into bone they had to take fat from like somewhere else in my body and put it in the joint and they had to take fat like from my butt (laughs) so you you got butt in your foot i got butt in my foot i have a scar on my butt and on my foot oh my goodness so i have a butt foot yeah that's one of those things where there could be a lot of times in life where the the foot scar comes up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Probably fewer times for your butt, yeah. though. Like, has it ever led to anything, like, funny when people see either your butt or your foot and you've got to kind of connect the two? Honestly, like, I, I the only time people have noticed is when I brought it up. Because sometimes I just, like, I, just, like, I don't know, I think it's funny. And, like, when somebody's like, shake your booty, do you just shake your foot? <laughs> I've never done that, but that's a good you idea. You should. That's a good <laughs> bit. That's what I do. That's funny. <laughs> we had a football coach that you saw. was like, don't make me put a foot in your ass, but I, <laughs> this would be the opposite. We are, you, the the <laughs> doctors literally yeah. put, a, put an ass in your foot. Yeah. The surgeon yeah. literally yeah. did. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Discovery on Monday mornings. The stories about your scars and how you got them. Woo! Buckle up for this story from Rachel. <laughs> A few years ago, I was working this job, and it was incredibly stressful. We're talking to make it happen. Like, I pretty much lived there 18, 20-hour days. One day, my team is like, don't come in tomorrow. Like, take the day off. We can handle it for one day. Just, you need a break. Because this was after, like, three months, maybe, of, like, working seven days a week, 18-hour days. And I was like, no, that's not smart. I don't want to do that. And they're like, no, 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 no. We got this. Just one day off. The world can't go to hell, you know, in one day. And I'm like, "Eh." So I wake up, flop back onto the couch, turn on the TV, you know. Well, my one cat is usually, like, up on the couch with me. And this time he jumps up. And he jumps up onto, like, the arm of the couch behind my head. Okay? Well, this cat is the dumbest cat you've probably ever met. (laughs) He's very sweet. Really not bright. So... I'm watching TV, and all of a sudden, there's just this whirlwind of chaos, and my right eye is just, like, in massive pain. Oh, no. So I'm hobbling to the bathroom where I just see, like, blood gushing from my face, right? Which is wonderful, because this is my only day off. (laughs) Um, So turns out, what I have been able to deduce is that my cat saw his shadow on the wall, got spooked and ran off, but it just happened to be across my face. Ah, Wow. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes. So I have this lovely scar across my forehead, like between like um, my eyebrows and like kind of sort of above the one eyebrow. And I mean, you know, I did what I could with like the vitamin E gel and all that stuff. So like it's, it's a little bit, you know, faded, but I've got this wonderful scar across my forehead and I got to go to the urgent care that day to get stitches in my eyelid. <laughs> this is why when I say I don't want a day off, you listen to me. <laughs> this is what happens when you guys make me get a day off. Good news to start your week off right. It's Tell Me Something Good. Brought to you by Desjardins. Desjardins has big love for small biz. Awarding another $3 million of Desjardins Good Spark Grants to entrepreneurs across the country. See this year's recipients at goodsparkgrants.ca. Wow, it was a weekend where no matter what you were doing uh, around Calgary, you were probably keeping tabs on what was happening all across Alberta with over a hundred wildfires burning. Your social media news feed is just filled with like... Oh, geez. Oh, those poor people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, when is it going to get better? You keep checking the forecast going, where is the rain? <laughs> and there wasn't enough rain, unfortunately. No. And those fires kept getting bigger and bigger and people uh, being displaced from their homes. Yeah, 30,000 Albertans out of their own homes right now. Uh, I did have a, a, a sense of pride knowing that th- uh, in the past couple of days, the city of Calgary did just start sending some of the wonderful hardworking, heroic firefighters and emergency workers that we have in the city and say, you know what? Why don't we give them to the situation that's happening uh, northeast of us, northwest of us, uh, straight north from us, and just sending uh, Calgary firefighters all across the province to help out with the efforts, with all the the chaos going in some of these communities. Yeah, it's almost like a two-pronged attack saying, saying, hey, we're going to send you this help, but also, hey, we're going to open our doors, and they've uh, opened up these reception centers for everybody who's been displaced to their homes. So saying, hey, we're sending help, but also, if you need a place to come, uh, come here and we will take care of you. Make sure you have shelter and food and, and get you into a place that's safe. Yeah, there's some people that were evacuated to one place and then that place got under evacuation. Yeah. So it's almost like there's so many concentrated fires in one place that they're running out of places to send people to. So come on down here where we did get a little bit of rain. The situation is not quite as dire around here. And obviously we've got the space, right? My dad did also tell me a story yesterday. Um, Cause you know how like everybody experiences the news differently. Right. Sure. Like yeah. I'm a, I'm a skimmer. My dad's like a deep diver and he's like, geez, you hear about some of the uh, hotels in these surrounding communities just outside where these fires are? Where, like, last week, a room was, like, $101, and then magically the fires happened. They're like, oh, we'd love to take you for our our, uh, evacuee special, 300 bucks. That's awful. Next thing you know, these displaced families who left their house in an emergency, they're like, oh, go to a hotel. Maybe that's good. Oh, it's triple the price because people are capitalizing yeah. on this chaos. There are also people that are thinking of the animals that are displaced right now, too. Of course, when you, like, are leaving your house in a hurry or grabbing, like, your very few, like, most important belongings and documents. A lot of people maybe don't have time to grab, like, their pet food or their leashes or something like that. There's actually something called the uh, Animal Food Bank of Alberta that's raising money right now to help send uh, food and supplies and stuff like that to all the displaced people. I guess uh, last year when there was all those uh, fires in B.C., they sent 10,000 pounds of food to the west of us, but uh, yeah, they're hoping to help out people here within the province this year, so uh, there's GoFundMe set up for that for the Animal Food Bank, uh, the pets of Alberta Fire Evacuates, if you want to check that out. Always trying to look on the bright side with Tell Me Something
and good every Monday morning. You could say that Desjardins has big love for small biz. In fact, they've been committed to the success of Canadian small businesses for over 120 years. You can uh, see the full story and list of recipients at goodsparkgrants.ca. And a big, massive shout-out to everybody around Calgary trying to make this time easier for those in our province who are going through really, really tough times. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio.